Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Threepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void or prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. What's good? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Hogshaven Podcast, powered by SB Nation. You can find us at Hogshaven.com, at Hogshaven on Twitter and on Facebook. I am your host, Molly Maul. Jamal Force, you can find me on Twitter at Let Maul Tell It. Do not forget the you. The good man, Damien, is in this thing, uh, post-gaming it with us. Uh, to, to recap the, the Minnesota Vikings 20-17 victory against the, the Washington Commanders in what really was a very winnable game for the Commanders as it showed, uh, what, 50 minutes into the game? You had 10 minutes left that you had to secure this for Washington. And um, in those last 10 minutes for Washington, uh, they, they found a way to really fumble and earl every single ounce of food and and, and solid whatever they had in their system earled it all up on that football field and and Minnesota Vikings took advantage of that opportunity and those gifts that that Washington gave them um and 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 I'll I'll start there Damien first off how you doing but secondly um you 10 10 points is not a insurmountable lead for anybody and and for no. you to go up 10 points and, 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 and have that 10-point lead in the yeah. fourth quarter with 10 minutes left to go, uh, first off, that's a good sign. But secondly, the way you were playing <laughs> in that first half kind of left the window open for Minnesota to believe that entire time that, hey, we can, we can have five minutes left on the clock. All we need is, is just that one glimmer of hope, that one mistake that Heineke tried to give them in that first half or, or excuse me, the, the beginning of the second half um, with the, the Curtis Samuel touchdown, uh, and, and we're back in this thing, and, and lo and behold, everything worked out in the Vikings' favor, uh, and, and, and the momentum, just as quickly as Washington got it, flipped right back into the hands of the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, how you feeling, and what are your, your opening thoughts about this game? Well, it's nice to be back on the pod, man. Uh, it's been – I've been very busy recently. Uh, Absolutely, with man. Congratulations of, with everything that you yeah, got going on, though. Yeah, appreciate you, man. I, I, yeah, I have a lot going on, as Jamal mentioned, and last week I was actually supposed to get on the pod – and I told him that I actually lost my voice. And the thing is, 
uh, lo and behold, that was actually the beginning of me having the flu. That was actually oh, the first time. Lord. So I had the flu. I, I literally just like today's like the first day where I felt normal since like the, over the last like seven days. So lo and behold, me losing my voice was actually the beginning of strep throat and the beginning of the flu. So uh, you know what's yeah. crazy, Brad? Like I had I was sick all that. Uh, so yours was last week. I felt oh. good last last Sunday and and yeah. last Saturday, but that week, that week leading into the game was where I was messed up. I had a I had a I had some type of virus. I don't know what it was, but thank yeah. God it wasn't the flu. Yeah, it was probably Bro, like was some bad. some bad cold, but sore throat sweats night sweats yeah it's yep. like 65 degrees in the house and i'm like bro i'm hot as hell yep. <laughs> i know yep. what was going yep. on man it was hell i don't want to ever experience that again but i'm no. glad you're feeling better now man i know i know you're you're like bro this this is if this is what heaven feels like i don't i don't want to feel nothing else because last yeah. last week was hell exactly exactly and, and so i i still was able to uh you know watch watch the game last week and i was uh i was you know it, it, it was what it was, right? It was an up and down game. And then this week in particular, moving on, I, I, I mean, honestly, Jamal, Taylor Heineke hasn't played very well in any game he started in, right? I know a lot of his fans like to be in my mentions because, uh, you know, I, I, I tweet during the game and I tweet, you know, what I see, right? And when something's bad, I make sure you you know it's bad for those that, you know, aren't watching, aren't available to watch. And some fans don't like that. Well, today... Um, I'm not going to say like the whole saying because it has the A word in it, but uh, Brock Lesnar once said after being Frank Mir that he had a horseshoe up as you know what, and he pulled it out and beat him over the head with it, right? Well, Heineke has had that same horseshoe up his, you know, you know what, and Jamal, I think in that fourth quarter, it was pulled out. And and I think what happened was what you saw is a, a guy that earlier in the game, you see he does make he does try to make every possible play right and to a fault. Uh, the Curtis Samuel throw should is an interception nine hundred ninety nine times out of a thousand. Right, let's just be honest. He, Taylor he said that ref should get a game ball after the game. Yeah. He said the ref should get a game ball for that yeah. for that play. He knew better. Yeah, yeah, and and you see you see the kind of same issues that Taylor's always had, right? Especially with the mechanics. Uh, the, it's not just the arm strength that's an issue; it's the feet. And, and bad feet don't eat in the NFL, especially as a quarterback. Even some of the best quarterbacks, like Josh Allen, so struggle with this. But Heineke's feet, once again, he likes to throw off that back foot, especially under pressure. Remember when I meant, made that reference about spilled chili? Well, that's what it was. That's what he is under pressure. And uh, you saw that on, 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 the, on the Thomas throw, just the ball sails on him. And it's, it's one of those things where Heineke hasn't really been that good. But Washington has done just enough to win, and their defense has been fantastic. Well, today, your defense is fantastic again. Again, it's really good against a 6-1 and one Vikings team with so many weapons. It's really good. But you give them the football on the 10-yard line or whatever, and, and, and then, and then you, of course, you know, you, what, what's going to happen? Like, they're going to score. You give a team like that such a short field, they score. The offense really, man, only had one good drive. It was that drive that ended in the middle touchdown. But other than that, the big chunk play to Curtis – that again, like I mentioned, it, it, 90, 999 out of a thousand, it's picked. The offense is still struggling, and a lot of that, I'm not gonna lie, has to do with the quarterback. Just look at the advanced yeah. numbers. So, I think just kind of sum it up in a sentence: the defense looks really good, man, but the offense still looks really bad. <laughs> Here's the the first half for, for Washington, uh, Damien, uh, for for the offense: uh, five yards. I'm excuse me, five plays punt. 
four plays punt, four plays punt, seven plays punt, 11 plays field goal. Uh, in parentheses, you only went 37 yards in those 11 plays. Um, yeah. And then after that, you have uh, one play nil down. So eliminating the nil down, we have five drives, Damien, four end up in punt. And they just so happen to be your first four drives of the game. Um, yeah. But it doesn't stop there. You have – and to be to be fair, I guess in the flow of the game, and, and this is actually me talking about the second half, after that fluke touchdown with Curtis Samuel, things start to click. Like you have a, a 10-play, 44-yard drive, and, and, and we're not excusing the fact that you didn't get that third down and short, right? You didn't get that fourth down and short, um, and you end up uh, you end up ultimately – um, um, turn the ball over back to the Vikings. But after that, you have a 10-play drive, the one that you spoke on, their best, their best drive of the game for 78 yards uh, and then in the, the Dax Mill touchdown. But for all of these things, and, and let me start here because I think this is more important or, or an important con- conversation uh, that contributes to the larger conversation. John Ridgway, you know, he, there's un- it's an unexcusable penalty for you to have uh, – over in that in that moment in that situation fourth down you're getting off the field your defense has a, a good drive to not prevent i mean to not allow a touchdown and you know you're over the center after the snap like you're not even lined up over the center after the snap you get over the center and you cause a penalty right and for all of the the, the people who have issues with with ridgeway and, and wants him cut or wants him to get let go think about everything that i just said about this first half for the offense Think about the 10 play 44 yard drive where the offense yeah. uh has a good drive, but you can't you can't even convert on a on a fourth and short. There's yeah. a lot of reasons for why wash and I didn't even talk, we didn't even talk about the coaching decisions yet. Yeah, the, the, yet. the inexplicable <laughs> challenge call. Um, you you call that fourth down. I mean, on, on the play on the drive that you you have that fourth uh fourth and short that you don't convert, you call a timeout before that, which is understandable, but you don't get the first you don't get the first down. So now you're down one timeout. And then after that, you call that challenge, and now you're down two timeouts, and you have one timeout left uh, at the end of the game. So there are several different factors for why Washington lost, and, and it really circles back to it wasn't Ridgeway. Uh, he was the last straw, but it wasn't Ridgeway's fault that Washington lost. Your offense is too inept in the first half of games, and it's been a constant factor whether Carson Wentz has been there or whether uh, Taylor Heineke has been there. Uh, this is a Scott Turner thing, obviously, but this is also a, a, a bigger indication that this offense is just completely out of sync, whether it's from the, the way you establish a, a, a ground game or a rhythm or whether you're finding ways to get the ball to your playmakers. Not, neither one of these are clicking, Damian. Yeah. And, and well, and here's here's the crazy thing. So I don't know about you, but I think Antonio Gibson's probably putting together outside of his rookie year, that stretch that he had. He's putting together some of the best football I think I've ever seen him play. Now, I don't know if the numbers will indicate that, but to the eye, he looks fantastic, right? Huge, huge differences in terms of burst, uh, being able to really hit that second level. And and you can even see in the kick return game, man, he just looks like a better athlete, like he lost a little bit of weight. Um, I don't know if that's true or not, but he looks like a, a, a different player. And what I'm not understanding is I personally think Brian Robinson's a better runner, but running back – I mean, you play football yourself. You know running back is a position where rhythm, once you get in rhythm, that's kind of really when you start to work. Well, Gibson was the better man today. So feed. I, I, put, I said on Twitter, put the saddle on the 24 horse, 
feed it some hay and some sugar cubes and some apple slices and and wear that defense down. And what did you see? Not that. You didn't see that. They whether it was between it was specifically between the tackles, but um, Gibson had showed really good patience today, really good vision, especially on one of those cutback runs. I think it was in the second half. Um, I, I don't know why Scott Turner really he just has a really poor feel for the game, man. And I'm not saying at like as a like if he played in the game. I'm saying from a play college perspective, he has a very poor feel for it because he's unable to really get this offense ever really in rhythm and, and really. He doesn't get these guys in positions to win. It's there's no excuse why Terry McLaurin. It, it, it's 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 like pulling teeth to get the football in his hands, or you know, obviously there's a hot hand in a guy like Gibson, and you're still trying to pepper Robinson in there. But you you shouldn't be doing that. You always ride who's the hot hand, and with this this amount of talent at your fingertips, I'm sorry, there is no excuse, right? When you when you're this talented and you have this many guys around you. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, you need to figure something out. And right now, they haven't been able to. I think it is a bigger than a quarterback issue. I will say um, neither quarterback has been particularly good. Uh, and I was giving Turner that excuse prior to this season. But now I think the the time for that is done uh, because it doesn't matter who's in there. The, the offense has looked inept. I mean, Jamal, the best the offense has ever really looked was when Alex Smith was quarterback uh, with mm-hmm. one leg. And that offense looked horrible too, right? So what are we really doing here? Yeah, um, high in the key on the day, 15 completions, 149 yards, uh, two touchdowns, one pick, three sacks. Um, and we know <laughs> that uh, it shouldn't be two touchdowns. Um, it should be one touchdown, if anything. And, and who even even after that, who knows if 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 the way the way that interception should have went down uh, down the field to Curtis Samuel. Who knows if, if Washington was even in position to score with Dax Mill. But definitely, I would say at the very least, uh, two t- two interceptions uh, for Taylor Heineke on the day. Uh, but but to your point, man, it's it, like the, the Scott Turner thing is one thing. Um, I think one of the, the more egregious things, and, and, and I will say to be fair to, to, to Scott, I respect the – the call to, to, to throw people off when you run a, a third and third and nine draw. Right. Uh, but you only net two yards. Uh, I, I, I circle back to like, how often is this practice? Because nobody fell for the draw. Like nobody yeah. fell for it. It was like, yeah. it was, a, it was either a tail um, that I'm that, that the Vikings probably knew about, but it was nothing that was sold on the draw. So it's like, Sure, it's a good changeup, right? And and Taylor Heineke is a guy who can get you uh ten yards and and just just as quickly as a, a running back could, um, right? Because of his athleticism. But third and nine, you you look like a fool if it looks terrible, and, and this looked terrible. It didn't have a chance. Um, so yeah. you have that on on your second third down of the day. Um, I think Washington struggled from a execution standpoint really trying to, to keep the pocket clean for Taylor Heineke for a good portion. Um, there was a lot of third down pressures for, for the Vikings. See, Darius Smith went off um, just making, making his name known in the backfield. Um, uh, who was the other? Uh, 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 Daniel Hunter. I don't know why I even blanked on his name for a second, but Daniel Hunter, same thing. He made a, he made himself present in the backfield as well. Um, there was a lot of, uh, that was a lot of issues like from, from credit to the defense, and the Vikings being able to to uh, really impact 
what Washington was trying to do, even the batted passes. Uh, that's a result. Like there were people who were saying um, uh, uh, Taylor needs to, to have the pocket moved in. And to be honest with you, I think the halftime report from Ron Rivera said it best. And, and, and people may not want to hear it, but Heineke just has to get the ball out quicker. There were yeah, several times yeah. where you saw that he just, he just, he just didn't have anywhere to go with the ball. And whether it's like you, you usually see this on the all 22, whether or not there was nobody open downfield or he was just not decisive enough to fit a pass in a particular window, yeah. you have to find a way to get the ball out quicker too. So to, to your point of how Scott Turner is like, I don't even have to repeat that. Like his rhythm, <laughs> his, 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 that's always been a storyline, the way he feels a game like that rhythm has not, has not, has really, has rarely been there. Um, And when he does have that rhythm, it's against terrible defenses. Like, the, the game against the Packers this year was the best one, and, and, and I wonder why. Like, yeah. that defense that defense is not good. Um, and then you have those those instances last year that was rare, but against the Giants, you're in a rhythm. You look really good. The year before yeah. that, the, Cal- the, the Dallas Cowboys, you played them twice when they had a terrible defense and they didn't have Dak Prescott in 2020. You looked amazing. <laughs> like, you have yeah. these instances where you have flashes and, and people are saying, I, I think I like what Scott Turner is doing. And, and, and it really comes down to the quality of defenses that he's playing against where you know that you can be a little bit more uh, flashy or you can be a little bit more aggressive because that defense just isn't good. Uh, but, back, uh, yeah, go ahead. You got it. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, well, here's the thing. You don't even have to be flashy in, in this day and age, I feel, to even be considered, like, like good. I'm not, I'm not saying you – like, you're saying that. I'm saying in general because a lot of people see <clears throat> what <clears throat> teams like Kansas City um, or Buffalo will do, right? And they'll be like, what you know, why doesn't Washington do that? To be quite honest with you, Jamal, they they Washington doesn't really have the the personnel to to run a lot of like exotic things, right? And in, in, in my opinion, in terms of like they can do it with their receivers. Um, I don't think they can run something like that, like a, like what Kansas City does with Kelsey for like Ar- like maybe with Armani Rogers, maybe, but I don't know if he's in the same stratosphere as as an open field, you know, athlete or like Travis Kelsey or something like that. Um but I don't even know if you have to be flashing necessarily. You just need to, like I was mentioning, have a strong feel for a game, for the flow yeah. of a game. The plan of attack, honestly, you need it. Yeah, just like, be just is- be effective. Just be effective. You don't need to get 100 yards every play. But if you can get six, seven yards on these zone runs or whatever scheme you're running up, up front, man, that's just as valuable. And it's like Washington sometimes it's pulling teeth to get yardage. It's like there is nothing quick and easy. Um, I'll, there was something I was going to ask you was uh, especially on those third down plays. Does the Washington offense not have many things that the quarterback can check hot to if they can, if there are no pressures coming, is there anything quick they can get to? Or is it like, because it seems like every single time they ha- they're pressured, there's nothing, there's nothing uh, uh, short or, or, or anything like that. It's always something that's long developing on these third down plays. So I was going to ask you, Jamal, do you think like, is that a, is that a, something on the quarterback or is that something Turner needs to, uh, adjust as well because I, I i lose my mind watching it <laughs> yeah it's it's weird and, and to be honest like it's a question that i i can't answer in a matter of fact but if i was to give my opinion i think it's it's interesting because carson wentz really didn't have like clearly he didn't have those uh like we always say like where are those check downs or where are those especially when they send like the zero blitzes and i think that was the yeah. bigger thing like when you send those zero pressures or you send those cover one pressures and you send in six plus people at your quarterback uh, you're trying to figure out like where is that hot guy, and and I think things had changed just a tad bit with 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 um Taylor Heineke back there in terms of the amount of people that they're sending. Uh, I'm and I may be wrong, um, 
this is me talking after the after the game just ended. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, I think things change just a little bit because Heineke knows the offense more, and they do have uh, instances where Taylor Heineke can key in on a particular receiver or not. And, and, and I say that to say, like, that's where Terry McLaurin comes in um, and things like that. But, again, for 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 the commanders and, and Scott Turner for a long period of time this, this season to, to really not have an answer for those pressures on third down is interesting. Um, again, that's me. This is all me speaking off the top of my head. It'll be interesting to see what it looks like on the, on the tape. Um, mm-hmm. But you never really, you never really want to have a situation where your quarterback is a sitting duck back there. Um, yeah. And that's happened one too many times with these guys. And I, and I understand like, that's the, the main, the main issue. And, and I guess it all, again, it comes back to, to Scott Turner. Um, <laughs> But I think like it's 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 longer, man, because I'm sure there's many defenses out here like at during the season to this point, but also even the Philly game coming up and, and even further further beyond that, there's defenses that that understands that this this offensive line is food. Yeah, um yeah. you can you can take advantage of this offensive line in several different ways. And, and we talked about how the pressure was getting to them on third down, but also those are just natural pressures from from people who are winning. <laughs> um yeah, and and, yeah. and that's kind of that's kind that's what really kind of hurt these guys is that it wasn't like true like all blitzing on 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 passing downs these guys were getting beaten and didn't take too much to to win in these one-on-one situations for for smith and and smith was eating on the interior the edge and, like yeah. he had he had his way on several of several of occasions uh damien and 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 i don't know like we, we talk about how 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 so many times that like the way the offense is playing within this three game win streak isn't sustainable. The, the biggest example <laughs> came against the Minnesota Vikings when you have a 10 point lead late and you know that for all of the reasons in which it took you uh, some, some luck to even score your first touchdown. And then like one drive, look, you look really good out of the entire game on one drive. Like, all of your issues throughout this game was exemplified in those last 10 minutes. Exactly. You, you, yeah. You exactly. couldn't extend. You you had turnovers that should have happened in the first half of the game and should have happened in previous moments in the game. And it all came down within a 10 minute span. And, and that's what really hurt these guys. The, the inability to protect uh, no flow. Uh, and then you have a quarterback who is, is who is a, just as volatile. I exaggerated. He could be at times just as volatile, <laughs> volatile as Carson Wentz. Yeah, yeah, and and kind of switching things over to the defense too, uh, really quick because we've been we've been pounding the offense here. Yeah. Uh, defensively, man, I'm really just impressed with how this unit has come along, uh, especially with a guy like in particular Benjamin St. Juice. I know he's a he's a friend of yours. Uh, he's he's a guy that I'm not Probably gonna lie, man. I, I think he is one one heck of a player. Uh, Washington hit a home run with that pick, and he is blossoming into you know one of the better young corners in this league. Uh, I, I Even though I think Jefferson had a touchdown uh, today, Jefferson had a touchdown on him and, you know, he beat him deep. Jefferson, Jefferson, Justin Jefferson's arguably the best receiver in the league. Um, and he had many reps, uh, St. Juice did, where he won. He got the better of Jefferson. Um, even that pass interference, I would agree that is pass interference. Uh, but right. I, I don't know how much I like the call considering Jefferson did go for the push off and BSJ still held. It's just it was. It's kind of a weird play. It is pass interference, but also clearly Jefferson's going for the push off as well. Um, but I think overall, 
I'm really, really impressed with what I've seen from him. Uh, I'm very impressed with what I've saw from Jamin Davis today. I think Jamin's been, been improving week by week, especially since our first podcast together, uh, where they wanted to make Ron or Jack Del Rio made that dumb comment about him uh, post game. Uh, and, and I think in general, man, this defense looks really, really good. I'm excited to see what Chase Young brings. Uh, and I'm hoping Jack uses um, Chase the way we saw Zadarius Smith use. Zadarius was moved everywhere, man. They moved him, like you mentioned, inside and outside. I hope we see Chase Young in a similar form uh, or fashion once you know he gets a couple of weeks under his belt. Uh, yeah, you start off, Sean, man. That defense um, was really – they really clamped down after that first draft, man. Like – and I'm not going to lie to you, Damien, like my, my concern heading into this game, and, and I think it's more so true against Philadelphia. Like that's that's been my true measure stick for this defense. Because um, I, I don't think that this offense, the Minnesota Vikings offense is elite, but I just think that they're more consistent than any of the offenses that we've faced, we've faced over the last four to five weeks, I'd say. Um, yeah. but, but to that point, um, that first quarter i mean that first drive was something where i'm like oh lord like yeah this is this is something that i was afraid was going to happen and and, like, and even and throughout the yeah and yep. even throughout the the game um you have those moments where you're seeing these defenders i mean excuse me these receivers open on the second level um you're seeing these these, these defenders i mean excuse me these receivers have uh, opportunities on the third level as well and uh they don't come down with it but you see those opportunities and you're like oh lord who blew it yeah. Um, or, or this receiver just really fumbled an opportunity to make a play. Yep. But back to the point, they clamped down after that first drive. Um, I, I think there was a point where uh, they forced four punts after that first drive for the Vikings, and, 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 and four of those punts were uh, two, three and outs. Um, so you had a, a really solid opportunity or a really solid performance for – 2.75 quarters <laughs> I, I guess and, yeah. and really like three 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 quarters i would just give them three quarters i'll just say three quarters flat um and, and and it's hard to even get mad at them for giving up a touchdown after your the interception that taylor heineke throws pins them with their back against the wall you're going up against a a, a quarterback who was very efficient in the red zone uh for the most part with, yeah. with the weapons that he has um and you're telling him uh twice do not allow him to score in the red zone um, and, and they kick a field goal and they score a touchdown. It is what it is. That's 17 points or 10 points, 10 quick, 10 quick points. If you're telling me that you hold your team, the Vikings, to 20 points in a game where I said in the starting, like you have to win 20, you have to score 28 to win it. That's that's where I'm thinking 20 points. Like you're in good shape. Uh, yeah. Like Benjamin yeah. St. Juice, uh, a person who had his battles with, with Justin Jefferson all day. Um, the, the one play where he really gave up a lot of separation was on the slot fade. Outside of that, he's he's in his hip pocket. Uh, he's just unable to make plays at the catch point. Uh, but then you have the the opportunity in the in the second second quarter in the second the two minute drill where you know he gets his lick back. That's what I said on Twitter. Like you get yeah. your lick back, man. You 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 force a turnover by getting your hands up there at a, at a, at a well timed opportunity for you. And, and Danny Johnson uh, gets the play or capitalizes on the play that you made. Um, so yep. like these guys were there, man. The pressure was there. Allen, sweat, pain, getting plenty of hits on Kirk Cousins. Um, and, oh, and I like guess like 20. They're like almost 20, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. It, I I don't know the true number. You you know better than me because I I, I, yeah. I wasn't keep I, I didn't see a number per se, but to, to that point, even with all that being said, kudos to the Vikings because 
I noticed it's, it's crazy how quickly the commanders were getting pressure on these guys, Damian, and yet Kurt, <laughs> um, with all that pressure on him, he's finding ways to get the ball out even quicker than the pressure's getting to him um, towards the end. Uh, and, and, and it was kind of crazy to see, like, how efficient and how effective, like, both teams were when the Washington defense was on the field and the, and the Vikings offense was on the field. Like, yeah. you limit Dalvin Cook to what? Uh, he had, I think, at one point heading into the fourth quarter, 10 carries for 30 yards. And, yep. and while he wasn't that effective in the fourth quarter terms from a statistical standpoint, his presence was felt from the pass game and the run game in that fourth quarter when they, when they mounted their comeback. Um, and, I, and that's kind of a problem, too. So I'll, I'll stop there because I said a lot. But that defense really showed up uh, in, in the, the bigger moments of the game uh, for the most part. And, and, and when, you, when you ask a team to, to really hold a, a, a decent offense to 20 points and you still find a way to lose when you had a 10-point lead, that is just one of the, the things that can truly hurt you, man. And then I know it's frustrating for that defense. Yeah, hopefully, and hopefully kind of close putting a bow on this. Uh, you know, they have what is it, eight days to prepare for uh Philadelphia on Monday night. Yep. And that's another offense. There you're gonna see again, we're gonna see how good this defense really is. That's another offense that can put up some points. Um, and I'm excited to see what all what all goes down. Um on Monday Night Football, uh, uh, honestly, another game that Washington will be a bit uh, an underdog. Washington was an underdog at oh, home. Sure. They'll be yes. an underdog again next week, um, and this is going to be this is going to be another test for this defense that you know so far over the last month or so um, has put together some really strong performances. Uh, Green Bay, what they gave up fourteen points uh, because you know Taylor threw the pick six last week. They gave up sixteen. This week they gave up twenty. Uh, and one of them, you know, they gave up a touchdown when they only have to go 10 yards or whatever. 11, what was it? 11, 12 yards, something like that. Um, yeah. It's it's I think right now, man, we're we're seeing this defense start to come come uh, come together. And I'm hoping with Chase Young coming back, I'm very excited to see what he can bring, uh, because, man, hopefully this defense, they can they can ride this defense for a couple of wins uh, as long as Heineke just plays efficient football. But. You just need him to score enough, and to, and seventeen, I don't think in the NFL will be enough uh, too many times. You know, that's that's literally it. And, <laughs> and and I think I think the the more important thing is for for all of the people. And I said this on Trapper Dive, um, and this is the this is going to be the 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 unfortunate truth of this matter. Um, if Carson Wentz is healthy after this Philadelphia game, and and, and Taylor Heineke finds himself in another situation where you're talking about um yeah man he just ain't cutting it yeah Wentz is back uh, yeah. this is a team like this ain't this ain't a three and six team like we gotta we gotta remember the scenarios for for a Sam Howe performance or a Sam Howe outing for Washington was two and seven three and six um yeah. three and seven two there. and eight they're yeah. not there. They're still in contention. So if Taylor Heineke is, is stinking it up, you're talking about a quarterback and Carson Wentz who's coming back, regardless if people like it or not, uh, and, and regardless of how they felt, how he performed in offense, he is coming back. This team is going to, it's going to say, look, we have a chance to win with, with Carson, and we're going to give him that opportunity. So uh, they don't care about draft picks. They exactly. care about winning. And, and this record uh, and this three-game win streak has, con- is, has probably convinced these guys that Carson Wentz deserves a second chance. <laughs> I, oh, I agree 100. Now that'll be a conversation. That's a podcast for another day. Maybe, maybe yeah. once that news comes out, because I'm anticipating he plays again this year. Once that news come out, we'll, we can do like an emergency pod, depending on 
uh, it'll be on a it'll be on like a Thursday they'll announce it. So you maybe oh, we can do boy. something like we, that. We ain't, hold no, we ain't hold no damn emergency for Carter. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do that for the owner talk. <laughs> hey, but but we're gonna go ahead and get up out of here, man. That's our thoughts, our instant recap and analysis for the first loss in nearly a month for the commanders. Um Philly's up next. We'll see what they got. Um we'll be back during the week. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.